My Seven Chakras, episode 106. You are your own best doctor. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My Seven Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, action takers? AJ here, your friend, your buddy, and your host. And I'm excited to bring you another powerful episode that will surely inspire you to make a change. As I always share, the main reason I'm doing this show is for you, action takers. So no matter where you are right now, whether you're in your car, in a coffee shop, at home, on your way to work, anywhere, remember that whatever you're looking for is looking for you too. I want to give a shout out to one of our action takers on Instagram, whose name is Lindsay. So Lindsay who posted something really beautiful today and she writes i absolutely love listening and your guests are always amazing as well i choose to listen to your show most days of the week thank you for all that you share hearing your guests share their personal stories and struggles has made it a little easy for me to start sharing mine too so lindsay thanks a lot for your wonderful message i'm glad that our show is enabling your transformation keep taking action action tribe i love hearing from you and more importantly i want to provide you solutions to any health challenges that you might be facing so allow me to serve you by taking part in a mini survey i will take you only a few minutes to complete the more i know the more i can serve you better and the faster you will achieve that transformation to take part all you have to do is visit my7chakras.com forward slash survey once again that's my7chakras.com forward slash survey and with that we've arrived at the moment that all of you have been waiting for action takers i am excited to bring you our featured guest for today sarah stewart so sarah Are you ready to inspire? I am so excited. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So Sarah Ann Stewart was thrown into the world of wellness as a teenager when her father was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Her family made a choice to fight back with alternative medicine. Seven months later, her dad was declared cancer-free and a spark was lit in Sarah that propelled her to dedicate her life to spreading the healings her family had discovered. So today, Sarah runs one of New York City's leading private coaching practices as a certified holistic health practitioner with a primary focus on nutrition and permanent weight loss. Her heart-centered approach has allowed hundreds to reach their health goals naturally without crash dieting. Sarah is also the founder of the Holistically Slim movement, an advisor to several empowerment groups, an in-demand public speaker and author of the e-course Meditate Slim. When not supporting her clients, she can be found leading transformative wellness experiences across the globe. Her mission and passion are one and the same, shifting the world to a greater state of happiness through well-being. So Sarah, I've given our listeners an intro, but I'm sure our listeners would like to know a bit more about you before the show begins. So take about a minute to share. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much for that beautiful intro. So yeah, about 13 years ago, my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And instead of going the traditional route of Western medicine, he basically made a choice. And the choice was to use food to heal himself. And seven months later, after hiring a vegan chef, and really just transitioning to a diet where he was 
drinking lots of juice every day, cold pressed juice and in carrot juice and having wheatgrass shots and really changing his supplement protocol, he was cancer free. And this really sparked this light inside of me because I saw right then against my own wishes, which I was very angry at the time that he didn't follow the doctor's wishes, um, the power of nutrition and how healing it can be. And during that time, I was also, um, I also was modeling and I, and I got thrown into this fashion world. And for 10 years, I was working as a fashion model and developing my own sicknesses through, through eating disorders. And at a certain point, about 10 years down the road, I hit a place in my life where I ended up in the hospital and I was sitting there thinking to myself, how do I have so much nutrition information that I've, that I've studied yet to have this disconnect with my own body and where along the lines did I go wrong? And it took me about three years of really diving deep into mindfulness and healing through my own self-awareness and just different techniques that I started to study around the world and was able to heal myself. And now that protocol I use use to help other women around the world. So it's been my dad's personal story and journey and my journey that has really propelled me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, that's a really powerful story and I can't wait to learn more. Now, before beginning today's show, we're going to set the stage with some words of inspiration. Sound like a plan? Yes. <laughs> Great. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And also tell us how you apply this quote to your life. Yeah. So something I think about all the time is is the quote, you are your own best doctor. And this is something I hear quite quite often, but you know, a lot of people people say this, but what does this really mean, right? So, so this idea that there are hundreds of coaches and hundreds of health experts and hundreds of doctors, but really you and only you know what is best for you. And when we have so much outer influence through through social media, through now through the online, which has been incredible because you can find out so much information, but there's thousands of things really that you can look up for your health and wellness on a daily, just, just by Googling, you know, diets or health um, that we really have to look within. And, and I feel like the best way to do that is through mindfulness and meditation. So that's just something that I keep on my phone and keep around me that quote everywhere I go that, that really I have to listen within to really know what is best for myself. And, and that's something I, I teach to all my clients. Wonderful. You are your own best doctor. That's so true. There are many experts around the world, but also there is power in intuition. If you use meditation and mindfulness and learn to listen to yourself and also take efforts to learn through books, through courses and things like that, you will realize that you are your own best doctor action tribe. And with that, let's dive in. Sarah, what inspired you to begin the holistically slim movement? I, you know, the statistics around eating disorders are not getting any better. And it is really sad when you look at them. And and especially because eating disorders have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. And, you know, only one third of people really receive the treatment that they need for eating disorders. And 30 million people in the United States are, are suffering from, from some sort of disorder that is related to, you know, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, and so forth. And with the influence of social media, I've seen the need for positive inspiration, for the ideas of self-love and self-esteem, mindfulness, meditation, that really it's just not being taught in school. It's not being taught by a lot of individuals. It's just something that's really been overlooked. And, and we're so focused on the diet aspects and we're so focused on the food and how much we weigh and our, you know, our body mass index and all of these other things that we're overlooking what truly matters, which is, do we feel good inside? And, and are we happy and are we healthy? And how does that relate to our lifestyle? And so I, yeah, so I started the holistically slim movement with the idea of building community 
around these concepts and it's growing quickly and it's such a inspiring movement for me to be a part of. I think that's great you mentioned that eating disorder is something that a lot of people face. Many people try to overcome their challenges and what they resort to a lot of times are these tactics, right? They try many tactics which do not approach but what's missing as you rightly pointed out is that internal driving force, that inner GPS in asking are we really happy within so not just tactics but just the overall strategy is missing it seems now i know that you run a program called meditate slim so what exactly firstly is the meaning of the term meditate slim yeah so it's really about so i have a lot of women that come to me who have been suffering from the concepts of you know looking for a diet that's going to work and and moving from one diet to the next to the next and really not having any luck and and the reason for that is because of the concept of bio-individuality and what works for one person isn't going to work for everyone. And so we really have to fine-tune our diet around what is best for ourselves. So I always teach my clients mindfulness before I teach them about kale or green smoothies or nutrition. And sometimes I incorporate little bits of it, but I, I really focus on the mindful mindfulness component. So just this idea that there are tools and techniques that we can use to help us lose weight and keep it off permanently and heal the relationship we have with our body and food that don't relate to food and don't relate to counting calories and don't relate to counting carbs. And these things are really, these tools and techniques are really powerful ways to begin so that you don't have to go on another diet and that you can find a way to basically start looking at your body as this beautiful experiment where you can use these techniques and use these tools to really decide what is best for you and you alone and no one else can tell you these things so so that's really what the program is and and it's something that I created based on a protocol I used for myself and used for dozens of clients that that worked and then I put it into an online program for other individuals. So a couple of things here you mentioned that a lot of people move from one diet to the next trying to find that ideal diet but I love the term bio-individuality which is true, what works for one person might not work for another. And that's when I think the concept of mindfulness comes into play because a person learns to tap into their relationship with their self. So a quick question here, a healthy person, what sort of relationship does this person have with his or her body? Yeah, so I always find that we have to want to have a reason to be alive. So when you really have this desire inside of you and you're inspired to do good for the world and and create change and make an impact and serve the best that you can, even if it's for your family or your children or or even yourself and your your friends and your community, you will want to stay alive and you will do the research and you'll you'll really navigate the crazy, you know, the crazy chaos of one diet from the next. Mm -hmm. And you'll be inspired to find out what best supplements are for you. And you'll be inspired to make green smoothies and you'll be inspired to eat healthy and clean foods and cut out packaged food and you'll be inspired to eat the veggies in your fridge instead of going you know to fast food at night so it's really this inspiration within to live as long as possible and I find that when you have that desire and you're really truly excited to be happy and healthy Mm -hmm. you will motivate yourself plus you'll take the extra time and the extra energy that it does take to be healthy because you have such a desire for it. 
Wonderful. So I love that you spoke about the concept of contribution. Once you identify that cause, that person, that group that you want to contribute towards, you realize that you won't be able to contribute to the maximum unless you yourself are in the best shape, you know, mentally and physically as well. So it sort of brings to my mind uh, that when you're in the airplane and when there's something wrong, the oxygen masks pop down and they say, you know, you got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of someone else. And that's when you identify your why and you keep doing things without that much effort. Now, for many of our listeners, trying to lose weight is not something new. They probably tried it out many times only to lose weight and gain it back once again. What are some of the common mistakes that people make when trying to lose weight? So the common mistakes are basically that the reason why you're not gravitating towards healthy food is because there's something within ourselves. So we have been basically from the time where, you know, we were born until now, we've been programmed around us through society and through our parents and through Mm -hmm. our, you know, even our mentors and our friends, basically how to relate to food and how to view our own body. And what I always teach is that you have to unlearn everything you've been taught and start from the beginning and really start from this place of self-love and really what is going to be best for you. So what feels good for movement, not what you're told. So not to go to the gym for an hour and be on elliptical if that makes you miserable, but what really makes you inspired and happy to move. And we begin to look at all areas of your life of what brings the most amount of joy and happiness. And that is really where then you can, you know, you can, like you said, contribute to other areas because you're doing everything in your power to really, really be happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. And and the problem is we put so, so another problem I see with dieting is we put so much trust in these other protocols. And then when we, when they fail, we blame those coaches instead of looking inside of ourselves. So you know, instead of taking responsibility and saying, okay, well, that diet just didn't work for me and that's okay. And I'm going to move to the next, or I'm going to take a bit from that diet and then the next one, and I'm going to combine them because the movement from this one worked and the mindfulness from this diet worked. And then, you know, the nutrition protocol from this one worked and combining and taking responsibility. We blame those people going from one to the next instead of taking responsibility. And then that, you know, nothing good comes from that because we're always in the consistent state of blame. So those are, those are some things I see quite often. So there you go, action takers. Before trying to learn something new, before trying to learn some new habit, it's important to unlearn. So it's that systematic process to identify what are those belief systems that are holding you back right now, unlearn them, and then the path clears away. So Sarah, let's take a few steps back. How did you first encounter meditation? So my father was a public speaker and he taught about mindfulness for 20 years. And he was basically really into the mind-body connection and reprogramming thinking and really looking at your parental, how your parents and, and how you were raised affects your future. Um, So I grew up with these kind of beliefs and my parents were doing meditation and yoga when I was very young before it was even heard of. Mm. So I never learned, you know, a specific style of meditation. But when I was very young, my dad would have us meditate and he would teach us positive reinforcement. And instead of being, you know, condemned or put into like, (laughs) into like, um, you know, like time out, we would, we would have to like write out positive affirmations or, or even meditate. And people would always laugh. And, and it was funny because he would be like, well, I'm, I'm doing positive reinforcement and I'm helping them see, you know, how when there's chaos, you quiet your mind and you actually see the truth. So this was ingrained in me in a very, a very small time. But when I got sick, it was something that I had kind of forgotten about. And I, 
I think when, when you're ready, the teacher appears and I was at a conference and my friend Chandrash, who runs an organization called Break the Norms, was across the room. I, had, I hadn't met him yet and he saw me and I saw him and, and it was like instantaneous, like I knew I needed him as a teacher. And from there, moving on, he basically taught me these concepts of unlearning and just getting back to your truth, which has really become my guiding light and really brought me back to health and wellness. So there you go, Action Tribe. These are some excellent insights, excellent ideas to transform your household and the way that you raise your kids by teaching them meditation, affirmation, and the mind-body connection. And years later, when they come on a show as a guest, they will thank you. <laughs> so thanks a lot for sharing. Now, I know that Meditate Slim is an eight-week online coaching program for permanent weight loss. But for someone who's new to the idea of coaching, what really happens during those eight weeks? Yeah, so it's interesting. I, I find that some people, when they hear about what I do, they're just so excited because they've never heard a concept about like this before. Mm. You know, to lose weight with your mind or to even heal your relationship with food and your body through meditation is a very new concept. And I always say, you know, when you're ready, like I, I mentioned before, the teacher will appear. And when you're truly ready to make those changes, there are simple techniques like visualization, mantras, affirmations, guided meditation meditations, compassion meditations, gratitude meditations that have stood the test of time. I mean, people have been using these for years to change subconscious patterning. And it doesn't matter if it's finance or weight loss or, you know, manifesting the life of you want or your relationships. When you have program beliefs in your subconscious that have been there for years and years and years, they must be reprogrammed in order to change new patterns. And when you can't just change thought, you have to change behavior. And that means you have to change habit. And in order to change habit, those patterns have to change. So, you know, these concepts that I discuss, they're in a protocol, they're a protocol, and there's 34 different techniques, but they have been proven for years to, to work. So I always say, just jump with a leap of faith and, and trust and, and dive right in. And, and I always say, give it, you know, at least four weeks of consistent mindfulness and, and see what happens. And every time I get incredible, you know, feedback from people who are just amazed at what quieting the mind can do for themselves. Wonderful. Now, by now, Sarah, I'm sure that many of our listeners have just one question on their mind. How do I meditate slim? Is there a simple technique that you could teach our listeners? Yeah. So, so within the course, I discuss different styles of exercises. So for example, and I'll, I'll give one example that is, that is really powerful, which is like a visualization exercise. So a lot of times we have a very negative relationship or energy that exists when we go into our kitchen. So we feel almost negative about that space. And so I always say it's important to shift the energy, even in the space of your kitchen and how you want to feel. So I always give an exercise where you, you journal, what do you want your kitchen to feel like? What do you want to be inspired by it? And actually you write out exactly what you would love to have in your kitchen. So clean food and food from the market, and you want to see yourself happy and cooking and, you know, really just creating this image. And then you sit with yourself for, for even just five minutes, you know, you can sit in a chair with your back straight and, and close your eyes and you can visualize this and visualize how you want to feel and begin to shift that relationship with 
you know, possibly the nighttime binging or, you know, when you're eating something that's very unhealthy or using food as a sabotaging mechanism in that space. So that's just one exercise of many that I give where you use meditation in a space to shift the energy in it. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing that. And I'm sure you agree that meditation by itself might not lead to a transformation. There are many other things a person would need to do in order to become more healthy. So is there a simple yet effective health tip that you'd like to recommend for our listener so that he or she can begin the journey today itself? Yeah, so I do agree that, you know, there are these simple things, right, that are in multiple diet protocols or that people have now found to be very beneficial. So so the simple things of like cutting out gluten and dairy have a lot of people are intolerant to those or, or even a plant-based diet, which is really beneficial for most, for, you know, for I believe for everyone eating lots of colorful foods. But the problem with that is that when we begin, when as a coach, if I tell you to cut something out, it's going to be very challenging to to our brains to say, okay, I can't have something and that's why we want it. So I always recommend for my number one health tip is to crowd in. So basically add as many good things into your life as possible, which will make you feel really good. So just add one more vegetable a day, add one more green juice, add one more salad, add one more affirmation, add even five minutes of meditation compared to yesterday when you when you didn't do it and then and then add 10 the next day and keep adding these things. And then all of a sudden your life is just going to be filled with all of these incredible things that make you feel really good instead of feeling like you've lost out on the things that you're missing. Awesome. I'll add that into the show notes. Action Tribe to access today's show note, visit my7chakras.com slash 106. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 106. You can't cross the sea merely by standing and staring at the water. This is a powerful quote by Rabindranath Tagore. Action Tribe, this is true. Sometimes obstacles instill in you a sense of fear. A fear that paralyzes you, which leads to inaction. But the truth is that this inaction will not automatically solve the problem. In fact, the problem might just get worse. So listen to Mr. Tagore. Jolt yourself from that state of fear. Search for the boat. Jump into it and row because you are going to cross the sea. Sarah, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. What was your initial reaction to that challenge? And then how did you overcome it finally? So when I did end up in the ER and I was told, you know, you're not going to live if you continue on this route. I remember thinking to myself, I was so sad because I remember thinking to myself, I didn't get the sickness because I, you know, it's it's a bad streak, you know, something a bad luck. Like it isn't something that is uncontrollable. This is something I am doing to myself. And I remember, you know, the only hope that I had was remembering as a child the meditation and the mindfulness. And I literally looked at myself and said, like, this is the time where I must shift my entire reality. So it wasn't that I was running away and leaving, like going across the world to get away. I literally was like, I have to shift my entire vibration, my entire energy, shift my friends, shift my community, shift everything and put myself around people who are inspiring and uplifting and healing and communities that are just going to embrace me with so much love. And that's what I did. And I shut down, you know, my social media and I took six months off at the time and I just closed everything and said, this is my time. This is my time where I'm going to heal. And it was one of the most powerful things I've ever done. And the whole time I just did what I talk about, the journaling, the mantras, the affirmations, the meditations, and it really 
helped me. And when I came back and, and I dove into nu- nutrition at the time as well, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So I, I also started studying nutrition. And when I came back, I started health coaching. And at the time, I was still having anxiety around my body. And I knew that the mindfulness work wasn't done. And it took me even longer of diving deeper and working with coaches. And it wasn't just a quick fix. And having that, you know, length of time where I I was coaching and I was embarrassed because I was still having anxiety Mm -hmm. around my own conditions and having to go back and do even more work was powerful for me because now I have the compassion and empathy for other people who are going through the same thing. So looking back now, in just one sentence, what is it one important life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? So my teacher, Shandresh, always tells me, unlearn, 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 and get back to your truth. And that's that is the biggest thing that I've that I have learned is that you have to unlearn these program beliefs. You have to unlearn what you've been taught in school. You mm-hmm. have to unlearn social conditioning. You have to unlearn what the social media tells you and, and even your peers and, and your, even sometimes your mentors. And when you when you understand your truth, then you can speak your truth and live your truth through the most authentic way possible. And that's just been a very powerful place for me is really unlearning everything I was taught when I was working in fashion. So thanks a lot for sharing your story. You shared that you ended up in the ER and they said that you won't live if you continue this way. And that's when you realize that something must change. And the result was because you were doing that to yourself and you said to yourself that the moment has arrived and that you must shift and that's when you changed it's really inspirational and i'm sure that a lot of listeners listening to the show might be feeling the same way and being able to really relate to your story because like i always say that it's never too late to change and for a lot of people listening to the show right now this is the moment to make that shift to change your life action tribe only you know the challenges that you're facing and no amount of inspiration or motivation can deny that but when you find something powerful to live for all of a sudden your challenges they seem small you can draw your inspiration from anything or anyone but once you find your why that eternal and immortal power of the human spirit takes over and that's probably why patanjali the father of modern yoga once said something along the lines of when you are inspired by some great purpose some extraordinary project all your thoughts break their bounds dormant forces faculties and talents become alive and you discover yourself to be a greater person by far than you ever dreamed yourself to be so sarah have you found your life calling and if yes what is your life calling yes i have so i first when my father had first cured cancer and i was modeling i thought my life purpose would be to talk about nutrition and teach people about food i thought when i was done modeling that would be it mm-hmm. and when i got sick myself and i realized the power of food can can heal you and the power of food can hurt you as well i learned that like my true calling was this next step so some people will say oh do you regret being in, being in the modeling world and i say of course not because that experience inspired me to take my coaching to another level and another like healing where 
I now understand how important the power of the mind is. And my mission now is to help inspire other people as well. So not even through a protocol or, or through a specific, you know, regimen, but more in the lines of just inspiring people to take action and look within. And I think as we do that, our, the consciousness and the collective whole will raise because we're unlearning all the things that we were, we were taught to believe to be true that really are just hurting us to begin with. So looking back now, was there ever a sacred moment beyond which you were totally confident deep down that things were about to change? Take us to that very moment. I knew when I was sick, like I definitely needed to change. And then the biggest, I think there was a time where I was sitting across from a client and I remember still having anxiety around food and thinking I need to do even more work on myself. And in that moment, I was like, there is something deeper here and there is something that I need to find for myself and find how to heal these subconscious patterns. And it was just that consistent work. And I was unwilling to give up. I was like, someday I will cure this anxiety. Someday I will cure this depression. Someday I will release myself from the pain that I'm experiencing every time I don't go to the gym or every time I eat too many calories or every time that I, you know, on paper that I, that I think are too many or every time that I have anxiety around food or the holidays or, you know, at dinner. And I knew that at some point I would figure it out. And, and I did. And then the real power came with once I gave the protocol to other people that were coming into my life with the same disorders and it was working for them. And I had a client who she had an extreme eating disorder. She was a bikini model and binging several times a day. And within eight weeks, the binging ended. And with another eight weeks, we worked together for 16 weeks, the anxiety around food in her body had ended. And, and I knew that it wasn't like a string of luck. I knew that some, there was something very powerful with this work. And I think at that moment, I thought, wow, other women need to know this. Wonderful. And like everything comes to an end, Sarah, we have finally arrived at the last round for today's show, the wisdom round. This rapid fire round contains just four questions. So ready to rock? Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. So what is the best advice that you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received. So my father was always told me to live with integrity and integrity for where I was just with integrity. And I think that that, you know, if you don't have integrity, you don't have it. You don't have anything. And he really taught me to live from an authentic place. And, and I was very terrified to start my practice mm. and I was terrified to tell my story. And he would always tell me, you know, you must live with this integrity. You can't have a coaching practice and not tell your entire story. That's, you know, a disservice. So I think that's been probably the biggest inspiration in terms of a push to really get this information out there. So name a personal habit that keeps you going. Meditation. I meditate around 40 minutes a day and it's just been an incredible practice for myself. So what is your morning ritual like? What do you do during the first two hours of your day? So every morning when I wake up before I look at anything, I, I do 20 minutes of meditation and then I usually shower to wake myself up and then I'll have either tea or bone broth or lemon water and then either yoga or gym or I'll start work right away and, and do that later. Mm. So that's basically my simple morning morning meditation and then based on the day, if I feel any anxiety around the day, sometimes I'll do 
you know, do a gratitude list. Sometimes I do forgiveness letters if there's something I need to forgive. If I'm having issues internally, sometimes I'll work on myself through through different techniques that I teach. Um, but that's basically basically it. <laughs> Great. So what's the most inspirational book that you've ever read? So the most inspirational book I've ever read is Break the Norms. And I just, I, I highly recommend getting it because it's just everything that we've been taught. It flips it upside down and really gets you thinking about what your own truth is for all of these different circumstances, everything from God to life to death to love, sex. It just it just really makes you think about all of them. So our listeners know that all of this information will be there in the show notes. And to access those show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 106. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 106. So Sarah, I'm sure that our listeners have learned something new and powerful today, something that they can immediately go out and take action toward and i had an awesome time chatting with you before we end today's session tell us one thing that you're grateful for and also how does someone find you online today i'm very grateful for my ability to share this information and write i've been working on my book all day and it was just a very powerful day to have space and time to be able to, to write and share this knowledge. So I'm grateful for that. And yeah, I would love to connect with anyone who's inspired by these topics. So my website is sarahannstewart.com and with an E and Sarah with an H. And my course is meditateslim.com. And you can access a free ebook at sarahannstewart.com slash chakra. So there you go, action takers. You have listened so far, which means you're really interested in transforming your life once and for all. And of course, it's going to be a journey, but then you're going to take the first step, right? And to get that free ebook, all you have to do is visit the website sarahannstewart.com forward slash chakra. So especially since you are an action taker of my seven chakras, you get the ebook. Once again, that's S-A-R-A-H-A-N-N-E-S-T-E-W-A-R-T.com forward slash chakras. And we'll have the link in the show notes as well. And once more, Action Tribe, before we end today's episode, make sure you download your gift for listening to today's episode 27 of the most powerful quotes shared on air, a document that you can have handy whenever you need that dose of motivation or inspiration. To download your gift, visit our website, my7chakras.com forward slash 27 download. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 27 download. So Sarah, thank you so much for coming on our show, reminding us about the power of meditation and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you so much. I'm very, very grateful to be here. So I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day, evening. <laughs> you were listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.